Thanks for tuning in to Babe Let's Talk with Maya and Ian Gardner. Being parents of six children and married for over 18 years, our hope is to give a refreshing perspective on hot topics and trending questions within relationships. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. All right, so we're back with Babe Let's Talk. Hey, hey. Babe Let's Talk. Let's go. Babe Let's Talk. Hey. Um, so today I wanted to do something fun. At least I think it's fun. I don't know if you're going to think it's fun. <laughs> Probably not. But we're going to do a marriage Q and A. Yay. So we're answering some general questions that you would ask a married couple. Um, I found questions off the internet, just kind of random websites and stuff. And I also uh, went to... Tia Mowry, I think that's how you say her last name, her YouTube page, she has Tia's Quick Fix or something like that, and her and her husband did a Q&A, and people were asking them questions, so I kind of took some of their questions too, because I thought it'd be fun, but are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so question one. First question, when and where did you meet? Meet who? You meet me and me meet you. Uh, um, uh, okay. I'm, I met you at Capital University. Capital. We were in college. And Love at first sight. Not really. No, when I no, I'm saw, I'm saying when I saw you, <laughs> I saw you at smooth transitions. I said, okay, I'm gonna have to holler at her later. Okay, so let's get to that question then. Because what? the when and where is Capital University in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Um, we were in college. That's where we met. We met, what, 1998? The fall? Yeah. Of 1998. August. Um, so the next question is, what you were kind of getting to is, what was your first opinion of each other? I thought you were cute. <laughs> um... But I just thought you were cute. Well, the, my first impression was I thought you were cute, okay. and also thought that you were like just really different than the other girls that I was meeting on campus during that first couple of days. Okay. You um, weren't trying to impress anybody, no. so that kind of that kind of was attractive to me. Well, I kind of had a boyfriend going into college, so... Oh, I really excuse wasn't, me. I no. really wasn't trying to attract anybody or be attractive for anybody, so maybe that was part of it. <laughs> I wasn't trying to impress anybody. I wasn't trying to impress anybody either. Oh, my gosh. No, I My wasn't. first opinion of you was, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> I thought you were cute, but yeah. I thought you had a little ego. No, I did. I thought you had a little ego. No, that was that was. You kind of always had this this look, confidence, this face, and then you would just you would talk so much trash. I'm like, <laughs> does this dude want me to like him? Like, <laughs> you would come up and talk trash. Like if I'm on a computer, you'd be like, man, get off the computer, stop hogging on all the computer time or something like that. Like you would just say something that I guess you thought was cute and funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I was just talking. You would just talk a lot of trash. 
So when I talk I trash to you, everybody. Just, you probably did. And I mean, that is a part of your personality. It's never changed. But I just, I wasn't used to it. I grew up in a family where, I mean, you make jokes about each other, but the trash talk, oh my gosh, it was thick on you back then. But I still thought you were cute. I just yeah. didn't think you were for me. <laughs> well, I actually didn't think that you were for me either, even though I thought you were attractive because I thought you were just going to, you know, interested in older guys. So no. I I kind of just moved in. Because I hung out with older guys at first. And I wasn't trying to have a girl have a girlfriend. Right. When I first met you, I was trying to just be single. You were just trying to be E play. Playboy. <laughs> That's what they called me. I didn't call myself they that. They did, but I wonder why. I don't know. I was light skinned. I don't know. Okay, so what are your best memories with each other before marriage? Best memories before marriage. Oh, man. I got one. Okay. We were dating, um, and we went to Goodell Park, hmm. and we were walking around, and somehow we ended up at that little pond, mm-hmm. With the and bandages. we sat down, and we were just talking about our future, and it was like really early in our relationship, and but... We just talked about our future, and that that was very memorable to me because we talked about marriage and all kinds of stuff that, like, never knew that that stuff would happen. But yeah, that was really memorable. To that me. was a great memory before marriage because we were talking about getting married, having children, owning businesses. Like, we both wanted to be entrepreneurs. Like, we were just kind of talking into the future, just as if you know if. If we ever got our dream come true, this is what it would be. And we were just kind of speaking stuff and ended up actually taking steps on that journey. Yeah. I would say that's probably my my best memory. And this is, what was the question again? It said your early? Best, your best memory with each other before marriage. Oh, man. I wish it was one after marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best memory after marriage? Well... It was we a funny a almost 20 year marriage here. It was now. a funny experience because we decided to do that race for the cure together. And then we were gonna run together. Oh my gosh. And we was like, you know what? I'm gonna run with my I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep up with her pace. And then like halfway through the thing, you were just like, go, just go. <laughs> I could not keep up with you. I was running at your pace. No, you were not. I was running in a little accelerated pace, but you know what got me? You had been not working out either. I had not been working out. I did not train for anything, okay? I'm just thinking, oh, you know, it's only a, what, three mile? Yeah. It was like a three mile race, and I was like, oh, that won't be bad. I'll just kind of jog through the whole thing. I did not realize how long... <laughs> 
I know you thought it was like one. Three miles worth. You thought we were almost. Because they had it roped off. They had you going through these streets and they had signs and all of this. And we turned a corner and I was like, oh, wow, we're almost back to where we used to be. And then we got around the corner and it was taking us the complete opposite way. And I just shut down. I was like, no, babe, do not wait for me. Just go. Go, please. And you were like, no, no, babe. I'm like, no, just go. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, a couple years later, I got humbled on the same course. You did. Because I wasn't working out at that time. Uh And then that old lady passed me. (laughs) And I almost shed a tear. I I just wanted wanted to tackle her, actually, because she kind of looked at me like, come on. Like, I'm like, come on, baby. You got it. But we was going uphill, too. And it was a different course, too. So I was like, man. So I got humbled. That was funny. Okay, so next question. How did you know that he or she was the one? How did you know I was the one? Mm. I'll tell you. I I knew that you were the one when I could not stay away from you. Meaning, I, I appreciated our time together because we had quality time together. We would get together and we would talk. Like you said, even before we were married, like we had that walk around Goodell Park. Like we were just, we were just talking. We had really, really real conversations when we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, we came from two different backgrounds, so we would ask questions about each other, just kind of really get to know each other and. I knew you were the one when we had broken up maybe a short snap of a second. Like three hours? (laughs) It might have been a whole day. We had broken up and I was just like, man, even if I'm not dating this man, I still want him to be my friend. Mm. And I was just like, okay, maybe this is more serious than what I thought. And it was, I mean, we got together quick, like. We met in 1998. We didn't start dating until 99, right? Yeah. And then we got married in 2000. And we had gotten married. We had gotten engaged maybe six months into after we started dating. Maybe nine. Nine months. It was about nine months after we started dating. We got engaged. And then we were like married a couple months later. Like, it was really quick. Um, well, we, we were together for from 99 all the way into 2000 that summer of 2000 i proposed to you that's so right. we were together from we were, yeah, all we of 99 together. all the way to 2000 so that's like 18 months because we started dating in february of 99 yeah yeah so we had yeah we did we had over a, a year i don't know why i was thinking it was like 18 february months, yeah. and then because we got married in October, but yeah, it was a year. 18 months. Yeah. Man, it was really quick. <laughs> well, it's, it, it seemed to go by quicker than probably it was. Because we were always together. Always. And um, the question was, again, for me. How did you know how that did I she know? was the one? Ah, oh, man. You just... I don't know if to make it. <laughs> um, I I knew really, really quick, and it scared me so bad because 
I feel like I knew when you came and listened to me when I just read some poems to you. And this was before we were we, even, we weren't even dating we weren't yet. Even t- dating I started talking. talking to my friend Coop and I'm like, man, dude, there's something special about her. I really like her. But then I kept getting the, like mixed signals and things where I'm like, oh, man, I think she has a boyfriend or I think she might like this other dude. So I was really confused and it was like. I was scared to have my heart broken because mm-hmm. I felt like I had been hurting other girls' hearts. And I'm like, man, she's going to break my heart. Is this your payback? Yeah, I thought I was going to get payback for all the things I had been doing. So you were one that just really got me really quick. And I tell you, I used to tell you this. Um, I used to ask my friends, like, man, does she look good? Because I can't can't see like i felt blind like my i was i was in love with you at such a early stage that i was blind to i felt like i was blind mm-hmm. and they were like no she looked good i'm like all right stop looking at it though and then I, and then and then we were good but it's funny because i had i did the same thing like i asked some of my family members like okay is he even cute like can you make sure that i am <laughs> like I'm going on the right path. Like I don't, I don't even know why would that even matter. But I was just like, can you let me know if you think he's cute? Cause you gonna I wake up one day know. and you're like, ooh, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, am I blind right now? I felt the same way. Yesterday. But it it was really quick for me, and I had to hold myself back because I felt like I was gonna push you away really quick. Uh-huh. If I'm like, man, I love you, <laughs> and it's like we just went on a first date. But it's like even I felt like I knew that you were my wife even before I realized I love you. Mm. I was like, man, just something about her that's different than anybody I've ever met. And I've told you this years later how, you know, with losing my mom at a young age, I had a hole in my heart. At least I felt I had a hole in my heart. And nobody was able to touch my heart like you did. Mm. And that was one of the things where I was like, man, there's something crazy about this girl where I'm actually feeling something for her. Whereas before, it's just like, oh, yeah, just talk to girls. But I was hurt when I was talking to girls. So I wasn't really trying to be with them you know, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so with you, it's just like, man, just giving you my heart. And I'm like, she can literally just crush me. Crush it at any point, and I can't do anything about it. Um, but being vulnerable with you, that was kind of when I realized, like, man, I can talk to this girl about anything, and that's not common. Yeah, and you really became my best friend. And I mean, 20 I years later, say, I think that's what <laughs> I think that helped for us is we really got to know each other beyond the surface like we weren't just dating we were having real life conversations like we became each other's friends um so much to the point where it was like okay you know marriage is obviously next we didn't know when or when i didn't know it was going to go as quickly but i at one point i just kind of knew it was inevitable like okay i'm gonna be with this guy <laughs> yeah okay well the next question let's see here 
How many children did you both want before marriage? I wanted four boys. We did talk about four boys. We said that. I, I knew. I didn't know how many I wanted, but I knew I wanted all boys. All boys. I did. I knew and I wanted all boys. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. We're one shy of four boys with well, a sprinkle of girls in there. Yeah. Them <laughs> girls. Ooh. Them girls. They came. I didn't know I needed them, but I do need them. But they they are a handful. Went from four boys, wanting four boys to having three boys and three girls. <laughs> yeah, and Lisa, my heart sunk when Lisa they was like, It's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> he thought our fourth, which would which is our second daughter, thought our fourth child was gonna be a boy. He was convinced because we didn't wanna we didn't want to find out. We waited, right? We waited. No, we found, no, we found, found out. out. We found out after the ultrasound. Yeah, it was a little bit later. We found out, but you were convinced. I was, was sitting in there confident, like, it's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> no, that's a boy. <laughs> and then that, she was like, it's a girl. It's a girl. I just was like, <laughs> yay. And then she came out, and she's the one that probably talks the most trash with you. Yeah, she does. She bugs me <laughs> really bad. Like his twin sometimes. All my girls talk trash. They do. Okay. Do you want more children? Hmm. <laughs> I would love to hear your answer for this question. <laughs> uh, you know... The key word is, do you want more children? Like, adopt? Is adoption in this? Want more children? I wouldn't mind adopting because we talked about it when we first got married. That one day, I I wouldn't mind adopting. Hmm. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, most of the time I would say, no, I don't want any more children. But there's sometimes where, you know, you walk. And you see that little toddler boy walking. <laughs> and, I, and I said I wanted four boys. And I got three boys. So, I would say 95% no. 95% no? Yeah. But if it happened, it wouldn't be. If it's a boy. <laughs> you cannot guarantee a boy. If we can guarantee a boy. I would say for me, I do not want any more biological children yes you do i do not want my body to go through another pregnancy because you want a surrogate you want to have another I would, baby i would have another baby if, if you could have a surrogate if it didn't go through oh you're yet. crazy <laughs> or like you said adopt or i mean i've even considered fostering before too but i i do not want my body to physically produce another child because six is a lot and i was actually pregnant seven times mm. like we had a miscarriage we had six children and i it's just a lot i mean if it, it's great it if other people can handle it but for me having six children was enough and and aaron's about to go to college yeah so man having a baby would be he would have to watch the baby we would just have kids for them <laughs> like they won't have to have no kids no this had they no, just watch like, our kids. And no. our youngest is turning 10 this year. Like, we have all pretty no self-sufficient children. They're all pretty independent at this point. The younger ones need help with very few things. So, 
starting all over again. Now I will babysit somebody's child, baby, in a heartbeat. Like send yeah. the babies all this way. Send I me the toddlers. I don't. He wants I don't the toddlers. I want the babies. Um, but after that, like, we'll see you at the next party. <laughs> but I will babysit. But I don't want any more. All if right. it happens, it happens. Like I'm not gonna cry about it after six. Like, what's one more? But no, I do not want more children. Okay. What's the secret to a successful marriage? Well, I did write a book on this. <laughs> uh, Shameless plug. Husband yeah, rules. husband rules. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, I would say the secret to a successful marriage for a man, a husband, mm-hmm. is to listen. That is the number one thing that I had to learn. That no man or no husbands ever told me <laughs> how much you need to listen to your wife. Not just hearing what she has to say, but listening by using your eyes too. Like being able to notice your moods, mm-hmm. listening to your actions. Um, being able to read you in a way where you're not just telling me what you want, but I can actually know for myself, like, okay, this is what she wants. Mm-hmm. Listening to your heart, basically, is what I'm trying to say. I I used to have one solid answer to this question, which was communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think communication was the key, which it is Babe, very important. That's why we do Babe Let's Talk, because I feel like communicating is so important. There are many times when you don't want to communicate, but it's still important. But after I watched Tia's quick fix on her marriage Q&A, she said for her, the number one thing to a successful marriage for her was forgiveness. And that kind of took me back for a second because I was like, man, it's so true. No matter what you do, what your spouse does, in order to stay in that union, in order to have a successful marriage, in order to communicate, you have to have forgiveness in there. Like, Mm -hmm. it can be the smallest thing from, you know, leaving your socks on the floor to forgetting your anniversary or forgetting you know something big or major but if you don't have forgiveness in a marriage it cannot grow it cannot last it can't like you can't even because you're gonna make mistakes yeah minor mistakes major mistakes they're gonna happen but if you don't have a forgiving heart if you're not willing to say okay in spite of what you've done in spite of what you said in spite of how you made me feel I still want to be with you that's forgiveness right there Mm -hmm. like that's moving past moving forward in action forgiveness takes action and and it blew me away when she said it there's no growth without discomfort Mm -hmm. so a lot of times we have a view on what marriage and love is all supposed to be Um, but it's in those times where you are broken those times where you feel discomfort that you're able to see what's really inside of you. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness is what comes out of you when you're broken. 
when you feel betrayed or you feel someone doesn't understand you. Um, and that's where you kind of can grow in your relationship. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel good, though. It yeah. hurts. It's painful. It's the, You feel like giving up. You feel like just letting it all go. Mm-hmm. But you do find growth. You do find that there's something that you're that's worth fighting for and worth holding on. It's not just because you have kids right. or because um, all your bills are paid. It's because you have love. Yeah. You know, when when you find that love, you know, nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. But when you have that bond between one another, mm-hmm. it's like you're not going to be separated because yeah. you're connected. Yeah. And I feel, too, like that is the difference between puppy love and real love is forgiveness. Because that puppy love boy, you don't even see the mistakes that person makes sometimes. No. Like, it ain't nothing. If your room or your dorm room was dirty, I'd come in and clean it up. Like, mm. oh, no problem. I got this, babe. Yeah. I'd clean the counters and wipe the mirrors down and fold the clothes. And, like, I would do all. I didn't even see the mess. It was just like, it, oh, that was a, that was, that's But that sock in that bathroom now. But then after we got married, it's like, okay, I'm getting tired of these dirty clothes now. Like, you know. Forgiveness makes it, it, I think, is one big difference between that. So, saying you love somebody and then really going through loving somebody are completely two different things. It's funny. I remember when I was writing um, the Husband Rules book, mm-hmm. I felt like a failure when I was writing the book. And I was like, I never can release this book because I'm not able to keep any of these tips. You know, I always see, like, the bad things. Like, I wasn't listening. Um, but one of the main things kind of goes along with that was I, I had to learn how to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to get my hands dirty and help you along the way. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't always about... You, you, you hear about trophy wives or trophy husbands mm-hmm. and... How when you go to a party, everybody's like, oh, wow, they have the perfect relationship. Like, oh, or somebody would see me in, oh, you're the perfect dad. And I'm like, man, my kids don't think, might not think that right now. You know, I just yelled at them in the car. How do you do? And I think when you break, I sometimes I feel like the reason why you have to go through those hard times is to break all those um, expectations and those um, and those assumptions off of your marriage, so that you can see who you really are. Mm-hmm. So, so that you can love me and I can love you for who you truly are. Mm-hmm. It's not about what others are saying about us, but it's really about our connection, mm-hmm. how we communicate, and um, sometimes you might be growing in something. And you might take it out on me. Like, you might be upset about, you know, something completely outside of our relationship. Mm -hmm. But I'm the one that's the closest to you. So I'm the one that gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. And I think that, like you said, it's so powerful to be able to love someone. Even without pointing fingers or blaming the other person. Like, well, because we've heard all heard the term. I'll forgive you, but I won't forget. Yeah. And it's like, what's the point? Why why forgive me then? Yeah. If you're gonna hold over my head. And I think that's the power of forgiveness is 
to be able to move beyond the offense. Mm-hmm. All right. So next question. Moving on. Moving on. How do you guys keep the spark in your relationship? It's not really hard. Just looking at you, you know. Gosh. <laughs> I think just spending time together for me. Yeah. Because I always, I feel like we can always learn something new because we're changing constantly. Yeah. Like, you know, who I was when we first got married is completely different from who I am now. So spending quality time together, I think, keeps the spark in marriage. It keeps your interests, you know, in the forefront because you're like, oh, wow, you want to do this? Oh, and then you're asking new questions and well why do you want to do this oh okay well can I help you with this like I just think for me spending quality time together um, keeps me interested in you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think that being the biggest advocate for each other's dream mm-hmm. also just makes me love you even more because I'm able to love myself. I can accept who I am and what I want to do in life mm-hmm. and know that I have a partner that is going to push me to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And to to know that, nobody else can give me that. And I feel like that is something that I cherish is to be like, man, like whatever Maya wants to do. If she wants to go on vacation. She wants to go do this. She needs... She needs time away. Whatever it is, I want to give you that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes when you get those opportunities, when you, we come back, like it just it just gets better. Yeah, you know, you're because more re-energized. I come back, yeah, refreshed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How am I doing? You're doing good. Oh, okay. Good. I'm not saying wrong answers. No, no, you're okay. doing good. <laughs> Who is more likely to get into a fight? Hmm. Like physical fight. Physical or I'll, verbal? Okay, so I'm assuming this question means a physical fight, like with someone outside of your marriage. Like I don't think they would ask who's likely to get into a fight with each other, but yeah, I don't know who's got the temper. I think we both crazy. We both and crazy. I, I I think that <laughs> I think I would. I know it would be me. You it would think be me. So? Yeah. I always would get in trouble. Even when we were dating, like somebody say something crazy. Like I'm very protective of you and my kids. So that's the only way I probably would fight somebody. Man, I don't like, know. Like you you always would stop me from fighting. When we first started dating, I'd be about to fight somebody on the court. You like hold me back. I'm like, how she hold me back? She's strong. Like you would be holding me back. Okay, so maybe a physical fight you would be you, but me because I miss football. I miss getting physical. <laughs> no. I think I would be the first one to actually care about something like to that's worth fighting about. Like you, I think you have, uh, you're able to endure a little bit more. But then once you hit your point, it's like, all right, I'm done. Like and no more talking. Yeah, you will. You will swing on somebody. Whereas me, I think I kind of internalize things a little bit more. Yeah. And I will simmer on stuff for so long and people will, I'll be in a fight with people and they won't even know it. Like, <laughs> And for me, mentally, I think I'm quicker to get into a fight. Like, 
Meaning, I have a problem with you. Yeah, you'll, you'll be offended. Than, you'll be offended yeah. quicker than I am. Yeah. I am someone that if I am offended, I fight first. Yeah. And then I'm place. good. Like, yeah. I'm like the happy guy. Like, I can fight, like, argue with someone. And then I'm good after that, though. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what's next? What's like, the problem, guys? <laughs> we can move on. So, But I, I also have learned how, I mean, over the years, I've learned that I put myself in positions to not be that person, mm-hmm. to not have to, you know, go those that that into fight mode. Right. So I kind of just put myself in situations where I don't have to do that. Yeah. But if I if I get into that, if if I'm forced into it, then I'm the one that's gonna go. <laughs> that's why I always tell my kids like I'm like don't be tripping because you know your daddy's crazy. Your mama's crazy too, so yeah, they. My kids is good though. They straight. Yeah, I think they learn from our crazy. Like, okay, we yeah. know what to do because <laughs> our parents have lost it. All right, so who's more likely to try something new? You. That would be me, hands down. <laughs> I can eat the same thing. Every single day. Every single day. I can't stand it. I can maybe eat the same thing maybe two days in a row. If it's like my favorite meal, then that's something different. But I'll try new donuts. Yes. Candy bars. Yes. Sweets. Yes. But everything else, no. I'm I'm most likely to try something new because I want to. Like, yeah, you I be ready to, to move. Like, you just... I want to move out of the city. Damn. I want to try new restaurants. I want to... Change my hair, even though I don't as much as I, I want to change my hair too. Like, okay. like, I'm serious too. I want that. Okay. Mm. We ain't gonna do no man weaves right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got. Um, who is the more romantic one? You. I was gonna say if you don't say me, <laughs> we're gonna have a problem. I think this the, comes natural just, for you. I'm more. Of a spontaneous person, yeah. like I will, you go all out. I'll go by the store and be like, "Man, I really want to put a smile on Ian's face," and I'll grab a card and some candy bars or something like that. Like I really like to be spontaneous like that. Yeah, you don't worry about money. I you don't, don't worry about bills, nothing. You just be like, I just got it. I want to get it, so I'm getting it. <laughs> like, babe, what you doing? We'll do with that later. Like right? that, like, like the time you just got like. I'm someone that don't like getting caught slipping. And you got me slipping other. What was, what was that? Easter? You got me something on Easter. I'm like, why Why are we exchanging oh, gifts on Easter? Like, I did. now I'm, every <laughs> single holiday for the rest of my life, you're going to have a gift like in the closet somewhere. Oh, oh, we get, oh here, here you go. I just, I, we were hey, already man. making baskets for the kids. And I was just like, I really want to give Ian something. Like, I know you weren't expecting it. We didn't have a discussion. It wasn't like, okay, babe, we're going to exchange <laughs> gifts. I know that. But I didn't care. It was like, I just, I wanted to get you something. Like, if I'm going to spend time and energy on getting something for my children who are eventually going to leave the house, why not get something for my man who's going to be there? It was hard eating that candy, but I ate it. It was hard, though. <laughs> man. Okay, let me see. If you could get rid of one thing that belongs to your spouse, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know. 
Oh, you would probably get rid of my my um some of my coats and oh like, coats and hoodies. Oh my gosh! You if you don't it. have too many of those, or my things. blanket, like I'm my like one of my blankets that yeah extra easily. blankets, my sports blankets. I would, I would. What would I get rid of? Man, mm. I was thinking more like. A video game system or something like that, but got you don't yeah. you don't have one like you don't play on video games like that. Mm-hmm. But that that was a good one. Like your your blankets, uh, you got way too many blankets <laughs> and hoodies. I would definitely get rid of one of those. Oh man, what do I get rid of? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. Oh wait. Nothing. Magic Mike DVD. Oh my gosh, that DVD had it. It hasn't even been opened yet. I haven't even watched it. I'm just saying that's probably <laughs> what I'll get rid of. I don't know anything else. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> <sighs> okay. How do you balance work, life, family, and still focus on yourself? On yourself mm-hmm. or on your marriage? On yourself. On myself? Mm-hmm. Out of every, I'm saying that marriage and family is a part of that. Balance. Balancing. So how do you do all of that? And I can't answer that good because I probably don't find balance right now. Like I'm pretty, pretty I would say you're, you're very, when you work on something, you have blinders on. Like you you will work on something and you will work on it until it's done until it meets your satisfaction. And then it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah. I I say sports is probably the only thing that can even me out. Mm. So I don't really, that's probably what I take the most time to watch. If I'm, if I'm going to relax that or movies, Netflix. Um, But as far as that stuff is still external. Mm -hmm. So taking time for myself, like, the thing that I enjoy doing is writing, so it's like it's still it's still kind of in the the work realm because that's what I do. So yeah. I don't know. I I would say I don't know. I mean, I guess for me, I'm still working on that. The question was, how do you balance it? Yeah. Um, I'm a strong believer in to do lists. Like I love to make lists and check things off. Like it not only helps me feel like I'm accomplishing something, but it helps to focus me on the things that are important to me and helps to remind me, like I'm the type of person where if I don't write it down, I, you cannot hold me to it. Like you just can't. So for me, balancing would definitely be writing things down. I balance it all with my to-do list, but focusing on myself, I don't prioritize as much, but I think I think when I hit that frustrate, those frustration moments, those frustration points is when I kind of turn and that's like a red flag for me. Like, okay, Maya, what do you need right now? Like, Mm -hmm. do you need some time away? Do you need to get out of the house? Do you need to take a walk? Like those are red flags for me when I get frustrated. So I'm, like I said, I'm working towards balancing it all and focusing on myself too. Um, but right now, it seems to be like when I hit those frustrate, when I get frustrated, that's when I'm like, okay, Maya, maybe you need some time to yourself. Maybe you need to get out, you know, whatever. So it's a work in progress. I'm getting there, though. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we did. At I least, passed. At least 10 questions. So I will say we can cut it off there. All right. What'd you think about it? Scary as you thought it would be? Well, I didn't know what you were going to throw at me, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't. I was trying to keep it pretty As long as it didn't have nothing to do with some of the stuff, babe, let's, what are you wearing? Podcast. Oh and I'm good. Well, I already, I already know I got somebody that got my back on that, so no. I ain't worried about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> she getting cut off. Shout out to Stephanie. Cut off. <laughs> All right, so thanks, guys, for joining us for this episode of Babeless Talk. I hope that you enjoyed just listening to us, even if it, you know, wasn't a life changer. We just love to have fun. Can you please visit our website, www.babelesstalk.com? Send us a message. Let us know you liked it. Visit us on Instagram um, at Babeless Talk. Send us a comment, a DM. Let us know what you'd like to hear in the future. Um, Let us know that you're supporting us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much and have a good day. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Babeless Talk podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Visit babelesstalk.com to learn more about our podcast or to submit a question or a topic for future podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.